Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Kang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science is now teaching us that everything is energy. All life is energy. And that energy is interconnected and interdependent. In essence, that energy is one thing. Ancient wisdom and spirituality has been teaching the truth of oneness for eons. And now science, quantum physics, is also teaching the truth of oneness. And this science of quantum physics is not new science. This science is over 100 years old. This is science that everybody on the planet should know by now and um, understand that we are truly, literally all one. We're all connected. And when mankind awakens to the universal truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is The Next Step with Pam Gregory. Welcome, Pam, to Wake to Oneness Radio. Thanks so much, Caroline. Thank you for having me. Lovely opportunity to speak with you. Thank you. I've been listening to Pam's YouTube channel, and I just fell in love with her and had to invite her to be my guest. Thank you. So now we are in 2020. I keep every day, I keep saying we're in it. We're in 2020, the year of clear vision. So I know, I, I feel in my heart and know that big things are going to happen this year. But please, Pam, let, please share your journey of awakening your journey with the with the listeners right well it, it it started a very long time ago um after university i emigrated to toronto in canada i happened to join a yoga class and there was a guy there that somebody else said um he's an astrologer so at the end of the class i went up to him and said look i know nothing about this subject but i'd, I'd love you to do my chart so i saw him the following weekend and I spent about seven hours with him. Wow. <laughs> like it was yesterday, I can remember sitting in his tiny flat in Toronto, and it was like the world had just cracked open to wow. reveal this dimension of meaning that I'd been completely unaware of until that point. And he, he, he not only analyzed my, my natal chart and could tell me you know, a lot of things about me, but also went back in history told me about various events in the past, my relationship with parents, my work life, you know, so much detail. And um, that was really the beginning. And, and, and I haven't stopped since, really. And that was a very long time ago. But what was, what was bizarre um, was, I'm just trying to remember the year, as part of the recording, he said September the 8th, this particular year, which was five years later, would be a very significant time in my life, a big high in my life. Okay. And, um, I lost the recording over the years and eventually I decided to return to England from Toronto. I was packing up my flat, packing up boxes and I found the recording. So I, I put it on to play while I was packing boxes and it said September the 8th will be a major turning point in your life. And that day, was September the 8th. Oh my goodness, wow. And he'd mentioned another date just a couple of months later when I was sitting at 19,000 feet in the Himalayas. Mm. And that would be a high point. So I thought there's definitely something in this, you know, there's definitely something in this. So I got back to London. I, I sort of taught myself quite a bit in Toronto, but it's such a vast subject. You have to have structured teaching. Yes. So I, I, um, I started with the Faculty of Astrological Studies in London. I was working full time, but weekends and evenings it took me about eight years to get my diploma. 
Mm-hmm. A really solid work. And then I went on to do a, a master's course with a brilliant astrologer in America. He was very sadly just, just a month ago, just passed away, which is, uh, he was a brilliant, brilliant man. And I was very lucky to study with him and got my master's course as well, my master's qualification. And but I learn every day. I, you know, I have not stopped learning in the, in the last 45 years. I learn every day. It's, it's fast. Yes, I, I understand. Um, like I, I agree. Well, I know that everything is connected. So of course the positioning of the planets and all of that astrologically is connected because we're all connected. But um, I, you're only the, I've had many guests. I've had channels, I've had psychics, I've had um, mediums, I've had, you're only the second astrologer that I've had as a guest. Um, And my other, uh, this was back in 2016, she kind of, you know, she asked me for, you know, my basic information, place of birth, day of birth, time of birth, which I happen to have all that because I happen to have the hospital certificate. Now it's not the official birth certificate. I have my hospital birth certificate. I have my baby footprints on it. <laughs> so it has that time of birth. And then she gave me on air during the show, she was giving me a reading and then she had to like, wait a second. And she blurted this out big thing out that's supposed to happen. Now this was in 2016, but something big is supposed to happen in my life. The end of, uh 2020 going into 2021 so now we're in 2020 and i keep thinking about that and i do have that recording because it was in the show so i do go back and listen to that so it wasn't she didn't give me a particular day but she said the end of 2020 going into 2021 so i was i'm like i'm still like okay but also i i remind myself especially now that we're in 2020 is to stay present and to i i even wrote in my journal today a new word savor every moment look for the nuggets of blessing in every now moment and stay in that frequency. So not to be in anticipation for the future, because in truth, there is no future, there is no past, there's just the now. The Power of Now is one of my favorite books. And so one of the things I want to do, especially for this year, is to ground myself in the now and being thankful for the now and looking for those nuggets of blessing in each now moment. I really agree. It's, it's a fabulous way to live and it's a very empowered way to live because the only power is in the now, is in yes. the moment. There's, there's no power in the past, there's no power in the future, it's only now because it's the ever-present now. Exactly. And uh, yeah, I, you know, I talk so often in my videos about coming back to stillness, coming back to silence, having a, a spiritual practice. And in the last couple of videos, I talked about this, the symbolism of this beautiful centaur called Chariclo, yes. who in myth was the wife of, of Chiron. And she just has this exquisite energy, the divine feminine, um, who can just hold sacred space to enable healing for others. Mm-hmm. She has wisdom, she has direct connection to source. She very much um, reminds me of the Buddhist infinite ground of being. Mm. that permanent silent still state that she can hold that anchor in whatever turbulence is happening in the outside world and that things come to us as humans when we are ready to integrate that consciousness so you know with the other much more yang energies astrologically that are happening in the world if we can tune into into shariklo because energy attention and make her our focus right then you know we are turning inwards and and finding our inner power rather than just it's almost like being the rubber hits the road you know events are knocking us the news what's happening in the world you know it's big stuff at the moment and we can easily get knocked off course if our focus is outward yes if our focus is inward this is a much quieter place to be yes So I agree, yes, 100%. And that's where everyone's focus has to be to navigate the next couple of years well, I think. I think you're absolutely right. But let's go. I think we jumped ahead. Let's go back. So it's been 45 years and you have your master's degree. And I understand there's so much more to understanding astrology than just reading our sun sign every day. Yeah. 
<laughs> it was that easy. It wouldn't have taken me 45 years. Of course. <laughs> so please share, share your journey some more with us. Yes, so I got back to London, as I say, and I was working, I, I actually worked in the corporate world for 35 years. For 20 years of that 35, I was running my own business, training management people, traveling all over the world, you know, America, India, Thailand, Australia, all over the world. Um, and, but still there was this burning passion of astrology. Yes. Every spare moment I had, evenings, weekends, with friends, whatever, um, I would, you know, I, I would throw myself into that study because I realized how vast it was. I realized it was going to take me a lifetime to right. become competent because I really think it does. I think it takes many, many years to become competent. So every summer I went up to Oxford University. They have an ancient college called Jesus College, which is just hundreds and I think it's 10th century originally okay feel the wisdom of that place and I used to go up every summer to their summer school and, sp and spend a week up there um, with some world-class teachers in all of my astrology I had world-class teachers oh, and just deepened and deepened and deepened my knowledge and then I did the master's degree but it's really been over the last few years that I've started to do my own research I've started to do my own digging and I'll keep digging till the day I die right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's your passion it's what you're meant to do it's why you're here and I'm yes. sure I've done it, you know, many times in, before as well. It isn't just in this lifetime. I, I think the pattern repeats, you know. I have yes. A very strong sense about that. So, um, you know, I love what I do. It helps people enormously because it's a very practical uh, framework, but it's a highly spiritual framework as well because you can use the energies at, at different levels. You can use it just at the practical level. Right. Say, how can I live this to the highest level how can i shift my frequency to the highest level so that's yes. what i encourage people to do so really my study was all the way through i stopped working in the corporate world or i don't know 15 16 years ago and really threw myself kind of pretty much 14 16 hours a day seven days a week wow. into astrology and yes. it is just non-stop because i think the need for help and guidance is so strong out there yes there's such a strong need but you know it is just it is such an amazing modality that can pinpoint specific issues in childhood that ricochet on through adult life that yes. putting a light bulb on those in a moment you can shift someone's perception of how their life has, has operated exactly um, and, you know, you can have those real aha moments, many, many of them in a client session. And I think it's almost unparalleled as a modality to help people in that way. I, I think it's because it's so specific. Yes. And I think it's so wonderful, the, the day and age that we live in, that you can help people all over the world through the Internet. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I just think that's amazing. Um, like I, I launched my show five years ago, um, six months after my son transitioned to spirit. And it was just, the, it was a calling. It was a path. It was like, you must do this. And when you get that inner calling and you follow it, you don't know exactly where it's going to lead, but you know that you're doing what you came here to do because we all have a unique purpose. And that's, I, I try to share that message with all my listeners. We all have a unique purpose and you can find it by going within and tapping in and then living. When you're living your true purpose, it's a, it's a freedom. That yeah. to me is true freedom. You love what you do and you love every day. And you know, that's another, you have so many benefits to astrology, but that's another wonderful benefit that it shows someone their specialness. It shows someone their uniqueness, particularly if they've had a, you know, very challenging childhood and they've always been told they weren't smart enough or good enough or pretty enough or, you know, whatever it was, that stuff, that, that grunge that runs in people's heads. Yes. If you can shine a light on that unique divine spark for that person and, 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 and say, you know, that that childhood, because if I can see those challenges in the chart, right. then that means that that soul had birthed knowing they were going to have to deal with those issues they chose those issues otherwise i couldn't see them in the chart exactly so it can shift a whole person's perception of a really tough childhood from gosh that was horrendous and why me you know really bad like i'm playing the victim to right. a sense of empowerment of you chose that 
in order for you to shine your light more brightly on the world and help other people in similar situations. It was, it was a fuel, it was a, a fertilizer for your soul's growth. And if you can get that shift in perception with it, that just turns their life around. Yes, that is so true. Because um, I knew at the moment my son transitioned into spirit that he wasn't gone. I knew it was a soul plan. I was actually reading a book titled Your Soul Plan and Your Soul's Gift by Robert Schwartz, who happened to be my very first uh, guest back in 2015. So I, I was at peace. Now for a mom to say they were at peace when their child transitioned, it was, a, it was that understanding that this was a soul plan that he and I made. And I believe that no soul leaves we're all divine beings, we're all divine soul. No soul comes into this life experience or no soul leaves this life experience before their, their soul plan. Their, they, from a higher, their higher self perspective, not the human self, because no, we don't see it all. We don't see the big picture from our humanness, but our soul knows exactly why. And so it brings me you know, joy to know that my, I know my son is still with me. He's still working, he loves to show, and he's my co-host. <laughs> he always yes. I was going to say that, you know, he comes through you. He's bound to. Yes. You know, he can't yes. not, you know, that yes. was part of the plan. Wow. Yes. So yeah. it, it, it turns something that could be very tragic into a moment of really joy when you see that, okay, I planned this. You, like you said, you own your own power. You're not a victim. You, you are creating from your higher self that knows all and knows exactly why you're here. Um, you're creating this reality. And when you, when you take ownership of that, it's, it's freedom. You know, it's no more playing the victim game. Yes. yes, that is so true. And, and when people can grasp it, I mean, it's magnificent that you had the level of consciousness to understand that. Yes. You know, it's magnificent because if you hadn't had that level of consciousness, you might have, you know, gone into victim, very understandably gone into victim much more. So, you know, for yes. you and for many people, the worst thing that happens to them in life turns out to be the best because exactly. it's some kind of transformation. Yes. And the whole thing about frequency, and I, I write about this, I, I think, in my second book, but when I moved into this house I'm living in, which I absolutely adore, 15 years ago, I had to have a lot of work done on the house. And everything started to go, what, my car broke down, the washing machine broke down, the dishwasher, the boiler broke, you know, everything. And every, every workman I met was angry. <laughs> every workman that came to the house, they were almost quite threatening, quite intimidating. You wow. know, the work the garage, the mechanics, Everybody was angry. And I suddenly had this moment of thinking, I've got to stop this. Okay. It's my frustration with all of these people that keeps on keeping this whole thing running. Exactly. If to, a, you know, to love and presence and stillness, I'll get nice workmen. <laughs> just work like a dream. And I thought that is a really really valuable lesson for me it's all about the universe being a mirror of my own frequency so, and I profoundly, so profoundly believe because i see it you know i can play with it and it's it's quite helpful if people say oh you know don't believe it's quite helpful to say okay do it as a game for a while yes. do it as a game as an experiment and just set a particular frame of mind of frustration and see what happens in the next uh -huh. few and yes. then change it to gratitude and appreciation and yes. see what happens then. You know, not right at that moment, but in the following days and weeks. And yes. you start to realize you've got your control center here. Yes. It's not external, it's internal. Exactly. Exactly. And like you said, um, when you were in that state of mind, the same, it was a different body, but the same energy person came, you know, a different workman just like the last one, you know, they're the same. And like people that have frustrations with relationships and like, I keep attracting the same kind of man. I keep attracting the same kind of woman. And then you, who, what's the, the, um, the common denominator is you. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So it is coming from you. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. And, and very often with clients, I can actually show them that it's a particular transit. Like it's, 
you know, Saturn transit or if it's drink and, you know, and addiction, it can be a Neptune transit that keeps coming around or people keep cutting off from her, you know, firing her, abandoning her. It can be a Uranus transit. I talk about one of those in the first book, actually. But if I can give the dates and the events and, and see, make him or her realize that it's a repeating cycle until he, she gets it. Yes. Once they get it, they break the pattern. Yes. And then everything changes. You know, they stop living the negative aspect of that symbolism. They start to live the positive. Exactly. Exactly. When you like, when you understand that you have the power within to turn things around, you're creating this from within. So when you own that power, you also have the power to change it. So, yes. Totally, totally. And that's, you know, what a lot of my work is about increasingly when I have client sessions, it's less about the pattern in their birth chart. It's much more about the frequency. Yes. Because, you know, we can have a fabulous life with any chart. Yes. We can have a terrible life equally. You know, if you look at Hitler's chart, it was, you know, it was actually, he was a steady Taurus with a Libra and Ascendant, both ruled by Venus. Okay. You know, it's, it's, our, it's our level of consciousness with right. which play the music you know we can play the music with a couple of tin spoons we can play it with a london philharmonic we can have a big life we can have a little life it's down to our level of consciousness and that's where we have latitude we have free will so that's where the work is the work isn't in what's my pattern the work is in much more what's my frequency exactly and that's where it comes to that now moment i think because in each now moment is where we can focus on raising, that's where our power is in this now moment, is to raise our frequency. And it's so important, I, I believe for 2020 and on, to keep our frequency high so we can live the life we want to experience because we're living it from our frequency, our core frequency. We're all energy resonating at a frequency. Science, now science is even talking this. And it was science that woke me up. I studied metaphysics and spirituality off and on for 30 years. And I, there was a missing piece for me. And that missing piece I got from quantum physics, understanding that everything is energy and that energy is all connected. That energy is one, one thing. And that was an aha moment for me in 2007, watching What the Bleep. I'm like, and it was a, an awakening from inside, not uh, 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 intellectual awakening. It was a heartfelt awakening. And once I understood the interconnectedness of all things and that all things are just one, everything made sense to me. All my questions were answered with that one understanding for me. So that that's what, you know, I, I really love sharing. And even in, I heard you speak about, um, in the last video I heard you do, speak about the oneness. Yes. And I was like, yes, I, I see. And I understand. It's just so important. And I try to keep it simple. I always say it's really simple. Try to look at it. You could, we can make it complicated. Or we can just look at it from the simplest understanding of oneness and unity. And oneness and unity consciousness. Because right now, the world for many, many eons has been under living the co collective consciousness has been of separation consciousness. Yeah. Now, once we awaken to unity consciousness, we're going to be living an entirely new existence. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. And, and that separation is very emphasized at the moment because Saturn has been moving through Capricorn. And Saturn is about walls, borders, boundaries, divisions. You're different from me. You know, the Mexico-US war, Brexit, you know, increased nationalism of countries. Yes. People seeing other people as different from self, whereas we, you know, we, are all, we are all one. We are all human. We are all united. And I think if you live from separation, it's such a depressing place to be. Exactly. Because you feel alone. You know, you feel isolated and you feel alone. And as soon as you can feel a sense of interconnectedness, I mean, astrology is the language of interconnectedness. Yes. You can't be alone. You know, you're connected to, to everyone. And that's why you want to share and help and not do things so much for yourself. But because, you know, if, if you help other people, somehow that love comes back to you as well. But that isn't the motive. Right. It, want to, to give because you know you're connected and you want to help if people exactly. are in. 
Exactly. So very much the language. And in the first book, I wrote a lot about this and how, you know, how the planets are so connected to everything in nature, you know, the circadian cycle, how our biomarkers change with that circadian, circadian cycle, day and night, you know, blood pressure changes, um, you, you know, urine markers change. Every, we are plugged into yes. planets. And yes. And, and that can be, you know, measured, particularly the sun and moon. Um, and it's very interesting. Information is carried by light, as I'm sure you know. And, and the sun sends us biophotons, which go through the skin and give us information. Okay. So, you know, we are so interconnected with that. And, and we're linked to the, the Schumann resonance of the earth, which, which has been 7.83 hertz historically. And there was an experiment, I think it, way back in the 50s, where a professor um, took a group of students who volunteered to go into this kind of bunker uh -huh. for several weeks and they were cut off, it was a lead bunker, and they were cut off from the Schumann resonance of the earth. And very quickly, they became very depressed. Um, they started to have all kinds of mental problems, physiological problems. And unbeknown to the students, um, the professor, I think it was Professor Weaver, he put in, through a, a device, the, Schumann, the natural rhythm of the earth, the natural heartbeat of the earth, the Schumann resonance, into the bunker without telling them. Okay. And all of them started to get back to normal. Wow. So wow. our plugging into the earth, our connection to the earth, particularly if you can be barefoot on the earth, but even if you're just living on the earth and not yes. from it, is so vital. And again, you know, we ignore this at our peril. Yes, 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 yes. And I, I love, like you said, putting, I can't, I live in the Poconos and right now we've got about uh, half a, six inches of snow on the ground. So I can't put my feet on the earth right now in the winter. But uh, in the spring, summer, when in the fall, I love, there's a lake nearby. I love going to the lake. It's the water, just watching the water, ripples on the water. It's, it's, it's meditating and soothing to me. And I love the kick off my sandals and put my feet right in the on the grass and and just <laughs> put my feet on mother earth just can't do it this time of year here <laughs> no I, I think i'll get frostbite on my toes and <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if you looked at a site called groundology.com or groundology.co.uk because what they do on that site it's fabulous um they take a, a blood sample of an average person okay and look a bit clumpy and you know not very healthy they then just get them to stand on the grass for 45 minutes and they take a second blood sample and wow. the blood is completely different it's free-flowing it's viscous it has a totally different quality to the the clumped blood cells from 45 minutes ago and all they've done is stand on the grass because our bodies suck up negative ions which are the healing ions um, yes. from the earth and the earth is a massive body of healing if we can connect to it Wow. Well, you mentioned the negative ions because um, I, a couple of times I've spent, and even on my birthday this past a few, a uh, week or two ago, um, I spent um, 45 minutes in a salt room, Himalayan salt room. Fabulous. Yes. And in September, well, after my second time in the salt room, I went out and I, because uh, there was this discount store that had all these salt lamps for $5.99. I mean, and I got six of them and then I got a seventh. So I have a salt lamp. I'm looking at one right now, a Himalayan salt lamp in almost every room of the house. Me too, me too. Wonderful. Yes. So that, that, that's also the negative ions that, especially I keep it around the electronics. So I have it in my office where I have computers in my family room where I have the big screen TV. I keep it near all the electronics. So yes. Yeah, very important. And that can be our antidote. You know, um, I was just talking today, actually, I did my film update today, which will go out at the weekend. And, I, you know, I was talking about how how nature is is divine consciousness, because I believe there's consciousness in every living being, you know, moss, snails, you know, every even crystals, everything. And 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 therefore, we if we can keep on connecting to that divine consciousness, we will do very well. It's when we get cut off with, with gadgetry, etc., yes. that we start this sort of sense of, of, of disconnection. So, you know, I, I, I am madly busy through my days, but I will always take an hour to be in nature. Always. Yes. Every, I can't 
I can't function without it because that's my decompression. Yes, 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 yes. I know what you're saying. <laughs> I love nature too. I just, I wish I could go. I could probably, if I weren't, just put on a warm coat and sit by the lake even in the winter. I've done that once or twice, but I'm not a fan of the cold. <laughs> uh, in England, you have nature, so I go out in every weather, every, you know, isn't a day I miss either cycle or walk in the woods or, or something. So it's hard to put my feet on the ground in winter, but at least yes. I'm physically out in out. nature. Oh, you remind me of my neighbor. I have a neighbor that does that. And she, she walks every, I mean, I don't care what the weather, you see her walking. Yeah. She has to, and she told me the other day, it's her meditation. Yeah. Doesn't matter what the weather, she's out there walking. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, she's a brave soul. I'll walk when the weather's nice, but she walks in every kind of weather yes I, I never miss a day to be in nature because i so need that as my my touchstone yes you know, my, my recharge if you yes. like my very very busy days work with hundreds of emails and you know yes. I, that's my nurturing if you yes. like before i start to give out to others and and i want to go back to what you said about there being um consciousness and life in everything and that's actually modern I mean that's like seventh grade science and I say seventh grade science because yeah. in seventh grade my science teacher said nothing is truly solid when we were studying atoms mm -hmm. and you put anything under a high-powered microscope what do you see you see tiny move and they're moving that's life tiny moving particles that we call atoms and now I don't know how long ago but recent more recently they discovered within an atom is 99.999999% empty space. Yes. So yes. that yes. particle that we're calling an atom that connects, that fills everything is actually empty space. It's energy. And so all of this has been proven scientifically, it's been proven scientifically that everything has life in it. A rock, everything has life. And all that life is interconnected and, and it's, simple science <laughs> i'm not a scientist and i did i give i gave a talk at a unity church not long ago and a, a older lady came up to me and she said you made that science seem so simple and understandable and i'm like that's kind of my goal is to I, i'm not a scientist i don't talk about it scientifically from a scientist perspective it's, it's confusing but when you talk about it in simple seventh grade mm -hmm. science people can people can like yeah that's true you know right and if you, you know if you flew through an atom with a camera taking pictures all the time there'd be nothing on the film when you got to the other end exactly but we have this illusion of solidity you yes. know which takes us to this very solid 3d world and i think we're you know we're gradually moving away from that because with all the planets gradually this year moving out of capricorn which is you know density in heavy industry fossil fuels permanent bricks and mortar owning a house for life you know all of those things right. we are going to be moving into a very different era of of interconnectedness and and altruism and mm -hmm. humanitarianism so where where people are less separate yes. and more sharing and helping each other you know more to do with the collective and community and finding like-minded people and so it's a very very different energy we're moving into yes yes tell us more about that because and i'm, I'm actually capricorn i'm a capricorn I, my birthday was january 12th just a few weeks ago and uh i actually i like being capricorn but i never felt like i was a typical capricorn but yes no because there are about three thousand variables in every birth chart so yes yes the sun sign you might just have the sun in capricorn but you know you've, you've got so much else to look at i mean when i'm preparing a chart it can it will take me six to seven hours to prepare a chart wow i see the client wow it's very very detailed i'm kind of doing maths and analysis all all of that time and i'm quite wow. quick at it now but i mean it's a lot of information to to analyze so yes i mean this shift at the moment we've got a real weighting of planets in capricorn you know we've we've got We've got Jupiter, Saturn, Pluto, South Node, Mars is going to move in on in February. We've got, you know, Charicle, which is the antidote to all this other heavy uh, Yang energy. But gradually, those planets are going to be moving out. I mean, the moon in, in Aquarius, the new moon in Aquarius, which we're going to have on Friday, mm -hmm. that is a glimpse of Aquarian energy. That's our okay. first glimpse. And then 
Saturn in um, sort of early summer moves from, for about three months, I think it's May to July, into Aquarius, another glimpse of what's coming, then backs up into Capricorn, and then Saturn and Jupiter move into Aquarius fully in December 2020. And then Pluto finally starts 2023, finally in 2024, moves into Aquarius from Capricorn as well, and will stay in Aquarius, Pluto, until 2040. Okay. So there's a whole new paradigm, a whole new paradigm. And that Jupiter-Saturn conjunction in December this year, that happens every 20 years, but for hundreds of years, it's happened in Earth science. Okay. It hasn't, I think it's been 800 years since it happened in an air sign. Okay. And what it tends to start is a new worldview, a new social worldview, if you yes. like. And because it's in air... It's an Aquarius is going to be very much about technology. There are going to be huge innovations, medicine, quantum physics, genetics, transport. Transport is going to be, you know, almost you could teleport. It's going to be so fast. There'll be flying cars. Everything will be electrified and digitized. Massive jumps in computerization technology. We are moving into a super fast world. Um, so we're going to leave a lot of this density behind and people will be a lot less interested in, in long-term ownership and much more interested in relationship and experiences between each other. Okay. So, you know, you're getting a glimpse of this now, things like Airbnb, Air, you know, B&B, yeah. where you, you just go to a place for a short time and have an experience, you know, oh, you, don't, okay. you don't buy a house there, you know, so it's going to be much more transitory and it's going to be much more intellectual, but it is going to be hopefully much more altruistic and humanitarian as well. So this, we're going to lose this top down, eventually not till 2024 fully, but we're going to be losing this top down law and order, rules and regulations. I'm telling you, you know, that we've got at the moment this, this patriarchy. Right. And very interesting that when Pluto moves into a sign, and it does that for 20 or 30 years, it's very slow moving, 248 year orbit. It will bring the symbolism of that sign to the extreme, but it will also shine a light on the shadow side. So if we look at Capricorn, Mm -hmm. Capricorn being leadership, government, top-down energy, you know, the, the patriarchy, the way it's always been in government, and, and corporations, big institutions, that sort of thing. Okay. Now, Pluto will tend to take that to the extreme by almost giving the leaders even more power, allowing authoritarianism, if you like. Okay. So they have the last gasp and the last grasp of, of power. But at the same time, it will illuminate where any leader or government or corporation has been lacking in integrity, transparency, accountability, etc. Because what Pluto does is deconstruct all the way down, break it down before it reconstructs a new order. I mean, if you are often use the analogy of a tree falling in a wood and rotting down completely to, to give right. new fertile soil. But it's a better analogy maybe is if you're going to have a new kitchen fitted, right. you don't just hack out half of your old kitchen units and try and fit the new units on top. You take all of the oh, old stuff exactly. before you put the new stuff in. So that's the process of Pluto. And it can feel really tough that it's stripping you down to the bare bones. Yes. But then it's 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 like the uh, the myth of Persephone when she goes down to Hades and crosses the sticks and it's all very dark and scary but then she comes back up to the light and she's transformed and that's the process of Pluto so you know I'm constantly saying to people don't worry if you know your government's dysfunctional in turmoil and you know things are all it's it's meant to be happening just understand that's and don't fret don't waste worry on it it's meant to be come back to your anchor because that's what's reliable and steady and always there for you. I agree with you a thousand percent. I believe everything is happening in perfect divine timing. Even uh, when President Trump got into office in 2016, I don't watch news. So I didn't know that day who had won the election. I didn't need, I don't, don't watch, I stopped watching, Spirit told me to stop watching news in 2001. Now, people will say, my head is in the sand. No, it's not. 
I know exactly what's going on in the world and whatever I need to know, that information comes to me. So I'll never forget that day, the, the day after the election in 2016, I wrote in Bernie. I was thinking, oh, maybe, maybe we'll have uh, the first writing candidates. <laughs> I wrote in Bernie Sanders. It was like, okay. So the next day, I didn't even, I wasn't, I don't watch news, but I was on just uh, Facebook for, check my, my Facebook uh, page for a second. And just from the few comments I saw on Facebook, I got the sense, I think even before I went to bed, I got the sense that, that Donald Trump was gonna win. But I, I didn't have the news until I teach piano lessons. And my first piano student came that day, seven year old little boy, and he's coming in all pouty. And I was saying, what's wrong? Donald Trump won, I'm like, and I laughed. I'm like, here's a seven-year-old fretting. What's a seven-year-old has to worry about Donald Trump being in the world? I laughed. I said, honey, it's okay. Everything is in perfect order. Everything happens for a reason. And Spirit had already, before I had gotten the news that Donald Trump was our new president, Spirit had already told me, Everything is happening exactly the way it's supposed to happen. And I got the sense that he's in office to shake things up. He's like that sledge. When you're getting a new kitchen, he's like the sledgehammer breaking down that old kitchen. So so exactly. I I was like, everything is happening exactly. So that's why it's so important, I think, in this year and in the next few years to stay grounded in raising our frequency because we've got to be the eye of the storm you know there's going to be chaos happening all around we have to be that eye we have to be that stillness that calm in the center of the storm because yeah, it, that's, yes. that's, that's our task if we just yes. focus on that and nothing else the world will be a better place yes yes because yes. if we can raise our frequency each one of us as an individual we'll raise the collective frequency exactly. and things will unfold in the world much less dramatically yes. and many spiritual leaders are now saying that if just one percent of the world's population can raise their frequency there's enough to raise the collective consciousness and apparently you know i'm hearing that we're way beyond that one percent. exactly exactly we have we have crossed that threshold which is like you said a very small percentage um, like it's like even thinking of a pond and you just drop a tiny drop in a pond and that ripples to the edges of the entire pond. So it's, yeah, it's just a very small percentage because of our interconnectedness. It just takes a very small percentage to change. And I think there was an experiment called the hundred monkey effect. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. yes that was fascinating. I can't remember the island, but... Um, right. Uh, the the monkeys used to eat sweet potatoes but they're often covered in dirt so one very super smart mensa monkey took her sweet potato down to the sea and washed it and within a very short space of time monkeys on other islands started to do exactly the same thing so in the collective unconscious of monkeys you know there's obviously a link without telephones or letters or emails so you know this works so the ability to work energetically is so powerful you know if you look at the work i don't know if you're familiar, familiar with a, uh, a lady called lynn mctaggart um, oh she well it was lynn well i have to share this lynn she's been a guest on my show but she was my she said made the quote that was my awakening moment it was in what the bleep she yep. said the biggest problem in the world is the illusion of separateness and when lynn said just that sentence Something woke up inside of me. Yes, I'm very, very familiar with Lynn. But yeah. Thoughts become things. And as you'll know from her book, The Intention Experiment, she's done yes. so much work to you know, get groups of meditators to focus on peace in the Middle East. And they yes. dramatically reduced violence in the Middle East over that period. It was all a controlled study, etc. So she has done um, amazing. I remember being, because um, I've done quite a bit of work with her. I, I remember she, this was some years ago, and there was a chap in America who'd been in the Iraq war. Mm-hmm. And he was suffering badly from uh, PTSD. And he agreed to be part of this experiment. So there was a split screen. The meditators all got online. You know, I think it was Zoom. And we could see this chap. I think his name was Todd. And he had electrodes attached to his brain. So 
we were watching his brain waves come up, you know, all very high beta and obviously very panicky and anxious. And she told all of the meditators, myself included, to just focus on taking him down into low alpha and ideally down into theta. And so that's what we focused on. She said, every couple of minutes, open your eyes and see how you're doing because the line, his brain waves will appear on the screen. And within two minutes, and this guy is thousands of miles away, he just dive from high beta into low alpha and then into into theta and we were just doing it the meditators you know all of europe australia yes. and we help him energetically now people can say well that's just nuts you know there was no direct contact you know but but space doesn't matter exactly yes no exactly. so that's very her work is very powerful her work yes. is Yes. And she, like I said, it was her. I mean, I was watching, I don't know if you're familiar with the film, What the Bleep. And there's yeah. all these scientists in What the Bleep. And I watched every second and loved every second of the interview portion of it. And, um, but when she, that was that one sentence that woke, it's something woke up inside of me. She said, the biggest problem in the world today is the illusion of separateness. Yeah. And that I was like, that was my light bulb moment. So I credit that to Lynn and I, I have had her as a guest on the show and I have told her she, she was the key to my awakening, which was great. Yeah. She's done yeah. so much work, you know, hard science with controlled studies. Yes. To make sure that her work is valid and, and yes. accepted by the spiritual, uh, the scientific community. So. Exactly, exactly. And this crossover between science and spirituality, it's like this. And so many wonderful scientists are even talking about this. Scientists like Greg Braden and and doctors like Dr. Joe Dispenza and Dr. Bruce Lipton. I've all I've had dr bruce on the show so all of these it's the so for those skeptical people that i'm like science is now teaching us this universal truth so it's Absolutely. just it's something to help you know help bring the momentum about for those people that like they, they call spirituality and astrology and all that woo woo but we're talking hardcore science here you know so yeah. And what, you know, what's very helpful for people, I wrote quite a lot about this in the first book about how I feel it, it, it operates, but basically the, um, the ancient Greeks, for instance, and a lot of the ancient peoples really believed there was a kind of downward causation, if you like, from divinity, whatever you want to call divinity, right. into the, what they called the implicate order and all the way down to 3D reality. But right. that implicate order is pure potentiality. Yes. And, you know, even modern day quantum physics talk about that. They're just yes. waves of pure potentiality that are not made into an event or any kind of tangible matter until you put the focus on them. So exactly. astrology, somebody's birth chart is exactly like that. You know, the birth chart is pure potentiality. Exactly. Until you apply your consciousness to it. Exactly. And start, exactly. To, use it, start to use it well or badly. But exactly. it's down to you to play the music. And so you know, that, that quantum physics model, but also the ancient Greek model, and actually I think if you go back to you know, the Vedas, they, right. they have the same kind of model of reality. Astrology fits perfectly, whether it's ancient or leading edge science. Because exactly. the potentiality that you, you empowered human being, are bringing into reality in every moment. We're dreaming our future into reality in every moment. And I think we often think that the future is set, like we're walking onto a film set, and, and we're not, it's just, it's nothing, it's just ether. Yes. Until we apply our consciousness, our intention, our visualization, and off we go. And we, bring, we pull it out of the quantum soup into reality. Yes, I love that. I love to say we we are creating the dream. This is a dream, and we're creating the dream from yeah. our you know own consciousness. And our consciousness. See, another thing that was a good awakening for me. I mean, like many of us have been brought up in traditional religion. I never was a Catholic, but I was sent to Catholic school for six years. So I had a religion. Um, in class every day for six years. It never resonated with me from a very young child. I couldn't speak that. I couldn't say that because my father was children to be seen, not heard. So I'm just thinking, nah, this doesn't, but I couldn't, I couldn't vocalize it. But I say that to um, say that 
when I understood the truth of oneness, it, it brought God from up there judging me to down here. There's no separation. And, and I think that's, a, you know, um, with traditional, and I have the utmost respect for all religions. Um, but in traditional religions, we tend to separate that God is up there and you're down here and he's up there judging everything you do. And he's going to punish you if you're a bad girl or boy. And no, 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 God is here. God is a part of you. You are a part of God. And, and in essence, I love Rumi's quote. You're not a drop in the ocean. You are the entire ocean in the drop because it's holographic. And when I understood what holographic means is a tiny, tiny drop. We are a tiny, tiny drop of God. All of God is in each of us. So just like what, what um, Rumi was saying, all of the ocean is in one tiny drop, the entire ocean. And so, it's really, yeah, it's really interesting because I, I talk about this actually in the first book that when I, I initially look at a birth chart, that is also like a hologram because I can start at any point in the chart, any midpoints, I can look at harmonics, I can look at aspects, I can look at how's it, I can start anywhere, but that will lead me to the same essence of that person. Yes, yes, so true, so true. It's holographic. So I say my definition of who we are are holographic, multidimensional aspects of God, all that is. I used, I like to say, my term for God is all that is. There's nothing outside of God. Everything is an aspect of God. So I, I you know, and I try, I try to, to bring it to my audience in a way that they can understand it from a very simplistic scientific um, level and spirit and see how spirituality and ancient wisdom and science are now all telling us the same thing. Absolutely. Yes. And, yeah. it's, you know, and I truly believe that as we're shifting our frequency through the day, in every moment, we are jumping levels. We're jumping through parallel realities in every moment. So we are constantly multidimensional beings, but we just don't have very much awareness of it. We think we're you know, rooted in this 3D reality. But if we can go into our meditations and find that place of stillness and peace, instantly our frequency will change and, and we are living on a different level exactly, exactly. and um i remember i followed the work of dr joe Dispenza, who's a who's a genius for yes. um for a very long time he gave me a, a testimonial actually a quote for my my first book which i was very grateful for but i was at one of his workshops and it's all it, i've never forgotten it because often they're, they're big healings that happen in the workshops because people are changing frequency so easily with the group energy. Yes. And there was one lady who stood up to speak and she'd had a pretty serious cancer and was now clear. Mm. And I remember Dr. Joe saying to her, and is there still a Sue in another reality that still has cancer? And I've never forgotten, that was many years, probably 15 years ago, because I studied with, I started to study with him about 20, 20 years ago. But I've never forgotten that, that, you know, if we can ch change our reality and get to a higher pitch, not only may we solve our physical problems, yes. we solve an awful lot of other issues as well. We, we much more become pure essence yes. to shine a light in the world because we're brighter. We have more light in our bodies. Yes more light in our energy fields so yeah that really i i i pondered that for years and years and years and it's very hard i get it um in my heart level but it's very hard um, for humans to understand that there's many just like there's multiple dimensions there's multiple us Yes. So there's a, you know, there's an us that, like you said, there's an us that still has that cancer. But what are we experiencing? It's what we, we're experiencing what we're the vibrational match to. Yes. So, and it all exists in the yes. now. Yeah, just you know, yes. Everything is a frequency match. Yes, so it's a frequency. That's, you know, that's a very exciting and empowered way to live. So, you yes. know, if life is getting messy in your own personal reality, don't try and kind of fix stuff on the outside. Just right. go inwards. Just go with it. get to a you know a higher place, and things just resolve. And you know, yes. often if there's a, a 
you know, struggle with anyone in my life, which is a pretty rare thing. I will just send them love. Yes. I, you know, I won't try and analyze, I won't try and argue, you know, I'll just, I'll send them love. And it's remarkable how yes. the situation changes and softens yes. a lot. Yes. So love is, you know, some wise person said, whatever the question, love is always the answer. And it really is. It truly is. Truly yeah. is. Because love and, and gratitude are the highest vibration yeah. to be to be in a state of love and be thankful for what is, is like the highest vibration. I'm sure, are you familiar with um, Dr. Emoto's work yes. with water? Yes. Wonderful. Yes. I went to a, a, a talk of his actually, just yes. soon before he died. And, and I, again, I quote his work in my first book. Yes. Because that's proof Yes. of how our frequency is being broadcast all yes. of the time. We're broadcasting anger, or we're broadcasting love. And I mean, those crystals were extraordinary. Yes. You know, whether they were beautiful symmetry or whether they were ugly and misshapen, it was just, I mean, you know, that, that is tangible proof. Exactly. Yes. What our energy manifests. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And we are just like Mother Earth. Gaia is like 70, 75% water. So are we. We are, we're the same um, um, percentage of water. We're mostly water. And you see what his water experiments is. I will label, I buy spring water, I take off the store-bought label, and I will label all my water with, I love you. Yeah. Uh, thank you, I love you, on all my water bottles. And I've got my girlfriend, we were going to the gym working out, I had my labeled water bottle. She's like, what, you write love notes to your water? I'm like, yeah, it's a lie. It worked for Dr. Moto. You know, he had so much evidence, but it worked for him. You know, that's what's happening in our yes. The more like you that we become aware of that, yes, the more we are living in, in awareness and consciousness, yes, and, yes. and that, that's a very high vibrational state. So, wonderful, yes, Great. yes. Now, you have mentioned I, you're an author, now you've mentioned your first book, but you haven't shared the name of the book. Share the name of your books with us, starting from the first, and uh, how we can find them. Also, your website, how people and your YouTube. You're, you're, you're doing amazing work. So please share that with the listeners. Well, the books, the first one um, is called You Don't Really Believe in Astrology, Do You? Okay. And I had to call it that because I've been asked that question probably thousands of times. You know, I'd, I'd meet up with people in some social setting. And, you know, if I happened to mention my first two careers, they obviously thought, well, she's, you know, reasonably competent. But if I said what I was doing now as an astrologer, they instantly thought I was remedial or in need of therapy. And, you know, they kind of say in a conspiratorial whisper, you don't really believe in astrology. You know, you're, you're, you're conning everyone. You know, it was just extraordinary. So because there was such a grand canyon of misunderstanding between the mainstream world and how I was living my life, I had to write the book and use that title. You don't really believe in astrology, do you? And what that book does um, is really share the the depth and the breadth of what this subject is in various ways. I do talk about ancient Greek theory. I talk about quantum physics. I talk about energy. I talk about frequency. You know, the many of the things we've discussed in this interview, I talk about. And then the second book I wrote a couple of years later, and it's called How to Co-Create Using the Secret Language of the Universe. And what I wanted to focus on is an area of the chart that is almost neglected in Western astrology, but is the most important thing by far in Indian, in Vedic astrology. Okay. And it's the nodal axis of the moon, because in, in India, they believe in reincarnation. So just as you were saying earlier, the soul weaves a tapestry through many, many lifetimes. Yes. And so the nodal axis is really a study of, of what, that's, what your soul has brought into this lifetime from previous lifetimes, the gifts, the skills, the abilities, and where you have to go in virgin territory right. to create soul's growth in this life. Yes. And I wanted to make it very practical. So it was, it was kind of tricky because it was a very deep dive into one of the, the deepest soul parts of yourself. Yes. Wanted to make it practical, so I've got a worksheet in it. People can print out free birth charts from my website and they can look at their own charts and say, Okay, where's my nodal axis? They can read 
the descriptions in the book, but there are other parts of the picture I put together for people okay. that will give several different um, astrological variables that help. I mean, I can't, I can't believe how well that book's done. Wow. I can't believe it because, you know, a couple of months before I had it published, I thought, this just isn't good enough. I'm, I'm going to chuck it in the bin. And, and a couple of good friends said, no, you know, don't do that. And I'm really glad I didn't because it's helped so many people really find their soul's purpose in this life. Awesome. Awesome. So that's, that's the second book. So the first one's probably a little more theoretical, second one more practical. Um, but the, the first one has some very big ideas in that. I think. Anyway, you can get them both from my website, pamgregory.com, or you can get them from Amazon, either way. Yes. Um, and I also have a lot of teaching videos that if you just go onto the products page of pamgregory.com, you can find that. And I also write about a 7,000 word newsletter every month um and that's about 15 pounds for the year dollars mm -hmm. for the year so it's yes. you get a lot of information for it for not a lot of money. yes what yes. i do through the month is you know each month i'm kind of projecting the energies that are coming up for the world okay. and during that next month i observe what's happening in the world so it's like the proof of the pudding coming back to us okay. so whether it's the riots in hong kong whether it's you know something happening in america whether it's the earthquake in you know where, wherever hawaii or uh, indonesia philippines you know i will look in detail at things like astrocartography and, and you know so it gives into quite a bit of detail various global events to give people the proof of the pudding of what was anticipated the month before and then i do projections for the upcoming month so wow. it's a brilliant way for people to learn astrology because i'm i'm talking you know the the astrological symbolism quite yes. quite fully there and it takes me quite a long time to put together probably four or five days a month because i do a lot of research i mean for the saturn pluto conjunction i went back to 1285 Okay. Doing wow. so it's a deep dive into what happened before and what happened after that and what happened after that and what and where are we now in that right. cycle yes. so it, you know uh, there isn't a cheaper newsletter on the market i don't think <laughs> no no it's it's beautiful i think definitely it's totally you know i, I love the fact that you are are doing that you're you're showing okay this is what the deep astrology is showing us and here's what happened from that that's such amazing and that's you know as humans we like we like to see that and so that is great that you're doing that um also um that the weekend of my birthday which um, my birthday is january 12th and that wow. weekend <laughs> Yes. That week in the 10th, 11th, and the 12th. I think that's when I listened to you. Um, not the first time. I think I, I but that's that, that particular one that you're reading on that weekend. I think I listened to it before that weekend because I was, I knew that for my birthday, I was going to do nothing but be in a meditative state. And I, I went to a local spa that had a salt room. I spent 45 minutes meditating in the salt room. I spent an hour meditating in the sanctuary. I spent then 20 minutes meditating in the, the sauna, detoxing. It was just like a complete meditation day. And that was on the 12th. But also the, the, the 11th, the 10th and 11th, the full moon was on the, the 10th. Eclipse. Yeah, 20 yeah. pence, it was on the 10th. And the then Jonas and Eris went stationary direct on the 11th. Right. Saturn Pluto conjunction, which would have been on your son, in fact. So big, yeah. big, big thing for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was it was massive. And um the best use of that time by far was in meditation. Oh, very good. <laughs> That's where I grounded myself. I said, This is a high energy weekend, and it's yeah. my birthday. So <laughs> I am going to soak it in. <laughs> yes. Yes. Please share with our listeners one more time how they can find you. I will make sure there's links down below, but share with our listeners where they can find you. Okay, fantastic. So my website is pamgregory.com and they can subscribe to the newsletter on any page on my website and they can, they can order the books, they can order the teaching videos from there. My YouTube channel is um, Pam Gregory Astrology. So that's very easy to find. I put out updates twice a month. I'm very consistent in doing that. So, you know, that really is building very, very well. I'm, um, I'm taking a break from client work because I've been working seven days a week 
long hours for as many years as I can possibly remember. And yeah. I have to change that one of the big, big things that those transits in January did, it's, it's a pivot point for many people in their lives. If they've been doing mundane stuff or not, not really working, they'll go into very meaningful work. You know, for other people, it's if they've been working extremely hard, that yes. they will get a better life work balance. And that's what I've absolutely got to have. Okay. <laughs> very big health aspects coming up yes. this year. So I have to have better self-care. So that's yes. why I'm, giving, um, I'm taking a long break from client work, but there's tons of other information out there that people can, can benefit from. Yes, yes, yes. And I agree. I, I kind of got that sense too, especially when it be my birthday weekend, self-care was, I've got to, because I, the same way, I love what I'm doing. When I think when you know what your calling is, your mission is, doing the work, it, it's not hard, but you can, you got to give, you can't forget about self-care. Self-care is very important because you can't really help feed others if you don't feed yourself. You yes, got to... You know, even having two days off a week like normal people do. Yes. Awesome. You yes. know, I can't really do that because I get several hundred emails every day before I start my day's work. So I can't really take two days off. But nevertheless, to cut back on the volume is what I'm trying to do going into this year. So, you know, sadly, I'm, I'm not offering client sessions this year, but there's a, a lot of other stuff you can learn from. Yes, yes, yes. Well, thank you so much, Pam, for shining your light and being in such a, you know, you bring so much um, realism, I want to say, to astrology. Because I've always known there's something to astrology and it's more than just what they write in the newspaper every day. It's just, you know, it's, it's so much more because it is all interconnected. We are connected not just to Mother Earth, but we're connected to all of the planets. We are connected to the universe. So it is all interconnected. And, it is, and if we take time to really go within and then, you know, do our own, I always tell everybody, I'm, I don't consider myself a teacher or a guru or anything like that. I'm just sharing what resonates as true for me and living my truth. And I just inspire everybody to go within, tap into their inner wisdom and live their truth. And I love the fact that they're, you're, you know, your work is available for them to find on the internet. And I think we're, we're, we're awakening slowly but surely. We're, the, we're all being that drop. Yeah, we're going to be big waves of awakening this year, particularly around springtime, but like it's going to come in waves through the year. Yes. Big shifts in energy and consciousness. Awesome. Very, very good. Well, thank you so much for being my guest. I'm so happy. Um, I'm hoping I don't feel, I, I'm not really sick. I don't claim sickness, so, but I do feel like a little... Um, frog in my throat so I hope I'm sounding okay <laughs> yeah, you are you're sounding wonderful okay well real joy to spend time with you Caroline thank you so much Pam and we will keep in touch thank you so much wonderful thank you blessings have a wonderful day you too and you have a wonderful evening because it's night there <laughs> it is absolutely take good care bye. thank you bye-bye Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.